hello everyone. I'm Tyler Cressman and welcome to the Cressman Conversation. Today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about the storming of the Capitol and all that goes along with that topic. Although actually, we're, we're not going to be talking about all that goes along with that topic because that topic is incredibly broad. There's a lot of branches we could go down. So instead, we're actually going to be focusing on a couple branches that I'd really like to pick out here. Now, in case you are just waking up from a coma and you have not been involved in the world at all in the past week, we have to talk about this capital business. The halls of Congress were taken over briefly this past week by protesters who were out there protesting the certification of the Electoral College results. Now, the Congress was in the process of certifying the electors. All the electors were there. They were certifying the count to officially make Joe Biden president-elect. That was happening on the day that the Capitol was taken over. Now, there was a planned protest for this event that was already scheduled. There were thousands of people who showed up for this protest, and... At some point, the protests turned violent. The people overran the barricades at Congress and went inside, mostly just milled around and took pictures, caused some minor vandalism, it looks like, some broken windows. But for the most part, overran the barricades and then did nothing except take pictures. The unfortunate thing that happened is that it has resulted in the deaths of five people. This is obviously tragic. Now... From what I've seen, it actually looks like one of the protesters was shot. This woman was shot and killed by one of the Capitol Police officers. And a police officer died after sustaining injuries from a fire extinguisher, I believe. Now, the other, the other deaths have been a little bit harder to figure out exactly what was going on. It looks like medical emergencies that they are attributing to the riot it turned into. But five people died. This is awful. This is terrible. This is... Tragic all the way around. Here's the thing that I want to focus on today. We are going to talk about the hypocrisy on both sides here. Now, we're going to use this as a reference point, but for the past year, we have watched the Black Lives Matter movement protest around the country, and a lot of those protests have turned violent as the sun sets, there have been riots, looting, vandalism, arson. People have died. This has happened for about a year and a half. And those of us in the middle, like myself, or maybe on the right, have been very critical of a lot of these protests turned riots. We have looked at them and said that this is not okay you do not get to commit violence in the name of a political cause. So you don't get to go out and start fires in the street, burn down the 7-Eleven next to my house, for example. You don't get to do these things. That's not okay. It's not okay even in the name of social justice. You cannot commit violence. Violence against property is violence. And you do not get to do that. And those of us on the right who have said that, what I'm now seeing that bothers me is a lot of people excusing, not a lot of people, but there are some, some people who have excused the people who stormed the Capitol 
in the same way that those on the left excused the riots last year. This bothers me substantially. Here's my standard. You do not get to riot. You do not get to do that. You cannot commit violence in the name of a political a political idea. You do not get to. So that's my standard. It's very clear. It has been very clear for the past year that I have said this. So just because there were some abnormalities in this last election, which, by the way, I thought should be fully investigated. I fully supported Donald Trump litigating every claim of of possible voter fraud. That I thought that was completely appropriate. Those who are saying it was ridiculous he didn't concede, it's ridiculous that you thought that he should just concede without exhausting every avenue available to him legally. And it was legally well within his rights to challenge the election results in the court system. Now, I fully supported that. I thought, again, there were abnormalities which required investigation. So I I have some sympathies with some of the things that the protesters were concerned about. Now, after all of those cases go to court, get litigated, and they do not have the evidence, you can look at the videos that were released by Project Veritas. You can look at all of the circumstantial evidence of abnormality. Donald Trump won all the bellwether counties that normally uh, certify who's going to be president. He is the first president to get more votes in a second term election than a first term in I don't remember how long 50 years again all these different things that he did that you say that is weird that he still lost he won more counties than Joe Biden by a long shot but again all this stuff was investigated they went to court couldn't prove any of it so I don't care how Sketchy, it looked. Joe Biden is the president-elect. That is what happened because none of this could be proved in court. So if the protesters wanted to go and protest the abnormalities and say that they did not think that the system was valid, okay, that's fine. The second you overrun the barricades, I'm no longer on your side. I do not support this. This is not okay. And what you saw is that most of the people on the right, for example, every person in Congress, there's not a single person who has excused the Capitol riots. Not a single one. No person in public office has said this is okay. I've seen some people online, some who were relatively lukewarm on the idea, but there's not a widespread support for this. I do not like hypocrisy and unfortunately it is it is rife because on the other side of this you have had those on the left who have condemned this as though it is a singular act of evil never before perpetrated in the history of the united states now i agree it is incredibly terrible that people would overrun the halls of congress that is bad but some of the coverage of this is absolutely insane. And the hypocrisy of those on the left and in the media, it, it cannot be overstated. What we watched for the last year was cities across the country burned. They, they were on fire. And you saw the, there are the classic memes that have gone around the internet of reporters in the field standing in front of buildings that are burning down while talking about protests that were mostly peaceful. 
there were estimates that between one and two billion dollars worth of damage have been done across the country in the last year as a direct result of the riots that took place by those on the left. Now, I thought that was bad. I think riots are bad. And I think this riot was bad. But the media acting as though this happened in a vacuum, as though they didn't excuse and justify riots across the country for the past year and then are surprised when it happens on the other side. Now, here's the bit that people are making a giant mistake about. What they'll say is, well, those riots happened because people were marching in the name of social justice. Therefore, it's okay. These people were attempting a coup. And if you don't see the difference between that, well, I just can't help you. That is a ridiculous line of thought. It's a terrible take. Because here's the fact. The fact is that those of us who didn't agree with the protests that happened throughout the last year, the Black Lives Matter protests, we said those protests are not based on fact and reality. We do not agree with the premise of the protest. Therefore, we don't agree with the protests. All that's happened is that now you're flipping it and saying the protests at the Capitol were not based on facts and logic. They weren't based on any evidence. Therefore, they're ridiculous and therefore they should be dismissed. It is the exact same argument those of us in the middle or on the right made about the Black Lives Matter protests. The exact same one. And the fact that it's just a different group of people, a different location. Imagine this. Imagine that the, imagine that the election had gone the other way, but the abnormalities also went the other way. I recall in 2016, those people talking about Donald Trump stealing the election with the help of Russia. Donald Trump, not the legitimate president. Hashtag not my president. We listened to that for years. Gearing up for this election. there You can go back. Just look it up. There are plenty of articles online talking about the possibility that Donald Trump was going to steal this election. Written in major news outlets. But then all of a sudden, the election results go the way the left wants. And any claim of voter irregularity is all of a sudden a conspiracy theory. As if leading up to this election, it wasn't a concern of many people on the left that Donald Trump was going to steal this election. So this bothers me. It bothers me substantially. The hypocrisy of those in the media who prior to this election were concerned, very concerned about Donald Trump stealing it. But then Joe Biden wins, and there's no way Joe Biden could ever have done anything to steal this. It's just... Ridiculous, it's conspiratorial thinking, and these people are attempting a coup. Had it gone the other way, and there was a protest at the Capitol by Joe Biden's supporters who said these irregularities have to be investigated, and it turned violent, it would just be another in a long line of violent left protests that have happened over the course of the last year. And those in the media would say, yeah, but Donald Trump stole democracy, and therefore... These protests are justifiable because protests are, riots are just the language of the oppressed. That's actual language that we heard this last year. It's just a way of, with those without power can make their voices heard. That would have been the narrative that we saw coming out of CNN and the New York Times. Instead, it's nothing but insurrectionists. These insurrectionists 
need to be hunted down and put in prison and held accountable for what? For taking selfies in the Capitol building? Again, I agree. It was terrible. Some of the things that happened are awful. But imagine if Ashley Bobbitt, the Bobbitt, Babbitt, Ashley, uh, the lady who was shot by the Capitol Police. Imagine if an unarmed protester on the left is shot and killed by the police. The, all I've seen are hit pieces about this woman. Terrible things written about her. Nobody's talking about the fact that an unarmed protester was shot and killed by the police. Just dismiss it. Well, she was white and she was trying to stage a coup. First of all, those people were not trying to stage a coup. They're just not. It, it was the, the worst poorly planned coup in history. There was no plan. All they were doing was uh, they overran the Capitol and then did nothing. There was no plan. There was no leadership. It's not a coup. It's a bunch of morons doing nothing. Uh, maybe I'm being dismissive. Maybe there were some of those people who actually thought that this was going to be the thing that overthrew the U.S. government. I don't think that anyone in their right mind of the thousands of people who were there, a handful of them maybe thought that was a possibility. But anyway, that's a sidebar. The, the idea that this was a massive coup attempt or that it was orchestrated by Donald Trump. How ridiculous is that? The, the idea that he incited this riot as though he was using them as his own personal pawn to get out there and overthrow the results of the election. What a, what a bunch of crap that is. He, go back, listen to his speech. Donald Trump gave a speech at the rally before the march to the Capitol. He said, we are going to march over to the Capitol and we are going to make our voices peaceably heard, peacefully heard. He was, he ne never incited violence at all. It's ridiculous. The, the standard for incitement is so one-sided. Steve Scalise was shot at a congressional baseball game a few years back by a Bernie Sanders supporter. And at the time, the Democrats' giant position was that Republicans were trying to kill a lot of Americans. Millions of Americans are going to die because the Republicans want to take your health care away. They're going to let people suffer and die. And it was incredibly heated, charged rhetoric. It's not Bernie Sanders' fault that Steve Calise was shot because some crazy person shot him. Barack Obama and the Black Lives Matter movement do you think they didn't turn the temperature up before those six police officers were shot in Dallas by a Black Lives Matter supporter? Is it Black Lives Matter fault that those six officers were shot? Is it Barack Obama's fault? No, it's not. Because you can have charged rhetoric. But unless you're calling for violence, we do not get to say you incite violence. We don't. He, Barack Obama didn't incite violence. He fanned the temperature. You can say that Donald Trump did that. Donald Trump fans the temperature. He's talking about stop the steal. But he's not calling for violence. And when he explicitly says, don't be violent, you cannot then say, well, but he's, in, he's saying that the election was stolen, therefore, that's like calling for violence. No, this impeachment's a joke. The whole thing is nonsense. Him being kicked off the platforms, all the Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, that's some of the other ones that have kicked him off. It's it just all nonsense. It's just ridiculous. We're going to do an entire episode on that, I believe. So basically, here's my, the point of this episode. Don't be a hypocrite. Hold 
have standards. Have standards and hold to them. My standard is violence is wrong. It's bad. You should not do it. I don't care if it's a cause that I support. I do not care if it's a cause I do not like. Violence is wrong. That's the standard. That's a standard we should all hold. Do not excuse riots when they're done in the name of social justice. Do not excuse riots when they're done to support Donald Trump. Don't do it. It's not okay. Not acceptable. There are uh, there are so many thoughts that I have on this topic. We are going to do more about it. Probably do one about the impeachment and the censoring of big tech because those are gigantic issues. The censoring of big tech might be the biggest story of the year. And I know the year is only two weeks in, but that it's scary and it's Orwellian and it has implications that we will not fully understand for quite some time. I think we are going to leave it there today. Just had to get some of this out. Yeah, oh, that's the other one we're going to talk on later. We're going to talk about the the party of unity, Joe Biden's call for unity, and completely, completely contradicted by his party's wanting to paint every Trump supporter as a racist bigot sexist homophobe don lemon on cnn the other day said if you voted for donald trump you are complicit in the capital riots and in in league with the clan he said this on air don lemon on cnn said if you voted for donald trump it's your fault the riots happened and you are in league with the clan so for the 70 million americans who are now in league with the clan you know i happen to know some people personally who are not actually white men, but women. I know some people who are Asian and some people who are black. This is just personally people who are black who voted for Donald Trump. So I guess the Klan is all inclusive now. It includes blacks and Asians and women and people who aren't Christian. Because I happen to know just personally all those people, not to mention all the public figures who are people of color, black and Indian. Nikki Haley voted for Donald Trump. She's an Indian American woman. Okay, she's in league with the Klan now. Rob Smith, uh, black, gay, military veteran. Voter, Donald Trump supported him. Huge one. Uh, apparently, the Klan doesn't mind black gays anymore. It's just, it, this kind of attitude is insane. It is absolutely insane. The idea that a vote for Donald Trump makes you a racist. And there are a lot of people on the left who actually believe this. They really do. You have you people like Don Lemon and your AOC who look down their nose and sneer at half of the country. And it's just, it's gross. And we're never going to unify under this kind of message. We could do an entire episode on that alone. And I might, it's just, just pull out all the, just quotes. We'll just quote the people directly. Anyway, it's, it's sad. It's a sad time in the country because the country feels like it's falling apart a little bit. And that is incredibly sad because America has been the bastion of freedom and liberty and democracy throughout the world. It has shown that a strong democratic republic is possible and healthy tension is fine. A good, 
a good tension between right and left is healthy for a democracy. But we are we are past a healthy tension, and I worry about the disintegration of the country. Calls for secession have risen again. This is no good. No good. I wish I could end on a cheerier note, but I'm not gonna. We're just gonna move on. We're gonna just leave it being depressed. Uh, we are gonna end it there. Any questions, comments, concerns, please leave them on the video, either on the Facebook page or the YouTube page. Don't forget to like subscribe share the video all around keep growing every time we do makes it a little bit a little bit better the more people we reach the better as i said at the beginning i will say at the end i'm tyler cressman thanks for joining me on the cressman conversation